This is Noche Galactica, episode 47, the good versus the bad student. And today we are here, it's Saturday, it's sunny. Again, we are by the lake, beautiful view. People are walking around, some of them without a mask, and it's good as long as they are vaccinated. All right, make sure you go get your vaccine so we can go back to, to somewhat of a normal life. But today we're gonna dive into a very, very, I wanna say it's very important to me, this subject about a good and bad student. One, because I'm an educator, and two, it's because I felt that when I was growing up. But before we dive into the, the question, let's introduce our poeta, Junior in the building. Junior, how you doing? How you doing, man? Um, dude, thank you for, for inviting me. Uh, this is new, but I'm excited. Uh, let's do it, man. Let's dive in. Junior, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, um, the donde eres, where's the culture, you know, yeah. talk to us. Yeah, 100%. Uh, my full name is Ubaldo Guzman Martinez. Uh, I was born in uh, Jalisco, Mexico, in a town called San Juan de los Lagos. It's about an hour out from Michoacan. Uh, yep. I know you're from out, from out there. And um, But I go by Junior. All my family calls me Junior. Uh, most of my homies call me Junior. And... Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was born there. I lived until I was three. Yep. And then my pops uh, brought us over to the States um, fairly young. We moved to Southern California, Inland Empire. Shout out, IE, uh, you know, Corona, Chino. Hey. And uh, I was there for a few years, and we went back to, Me uh, to Mexico. And I was out there for like a year, did school there. And um, a short time, beautiful experience. Yep. Have a bunch of good memories uh, from that time in my life. But again, uh, for whatever reason, I never actually really had a conversation with them. We came back. We came back to the States. Went mm. back to SoCal. And then, um, like most places in, in California, in your big cities, uh, gentrification was happening. Uh, the IE, people from LA were moving out to, to the IE. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's about 30 minutes out from mm -hmm. Los Angeles. And um, my dad's uh, work. Uh, yep. he, he's a he's a dairy worker. Yep. He moved. Uh, his company moved out to to, to Bakersfield, California, Central California. Yep. Which, um, and so we we moved we moved mm -hmm. with them, and uh, we were there for middle school, high school, and then um, in Cal in Bakersfield, most of the conversation. Uh, and those of you who are from Bakersfield, you'll know this. Uh, a lot of the conversation is how do we leave Bakersfield? Oh, that's the like. How can we get out? Of how do we Bakersfield? leave Bakersfield? <laughs> okay. Yeah, like what, what do we need to do? Yeah. For, for me, it was it was through through education. Yep. And uh, so there's a uh, teacher job fair, and I was like, I don't have a credential. Okay. And he was like, Don't worry about it. Just go. Just go. And I went, and you know, I suited up. I mm. I I printed out ten resumes, okay. and I you know, I just went Stack out. Stack them up. I was just handing them out. Bam, bam, mm. bam, bam. And um, this this lady pulled me to the side and hey, uh, this this and that. And um, are you interested in teaching fifth grade? I wasn't. Uh -huh. But I was at the same time I was broke. So okay. I was like, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Hey, oh let's do shit. It. And um, it was like, you have your interview uh, in three days. Yeah. It was, it was a Sunday. And so I went and I showed up, nervous. Got got interviewed and you know did my best. And I'm uh I'm on my way back. Got a call. Hey, we need this this and that. And I was like, okay. And the next morning, they got a call. You want to work here next year? And I was like, Oh, dang! Let's do it. Let's do it. Like I wanted to say no, low yeah. key, because I didn't want to do elementary. But like at the same time, it's like we're here. Let's make it happen. Let's and what was the happen. school at? It's in Taft, California, which Taft. is about thirty minutes out okay. from Bakersfield. Okay. Um, it's a little oil town, a little um, actual agriculture town as well. Yeah. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. Small town vibes. All right. So let me bring you back in. So you were born in Mexico, right? Yeah. Your fam came out here, Southern California. Yeah. And then you kind of 
you know, wanted to get out of Bakersfield and you were like, education is the way to do it. Because my teacher told me, right? 100%. Facts. Now, it's going to bring us to this, like, framing kind of context of this podcast. Education is a pivotal part of life, either from an institution or just seeking your own knowledge. What defines a good or bad student? Who makes that call, right? It sounds like you had the initiative to pursue higher education eventually after high school. But through the process of, like, mainly in high school, right, and, and even, like, higher education... What makes a good student, a bad student, a mediocre student in your eyes? Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes, oh, you know, I've had a lot of, uh, of growth yep. here in the last year, last two years about this like conversation. The reason it, it, it came to my to my head of like good student versus bad student yep. is because um, typically speaking, like when someone asks you, how are you in school? Like, are, you'll either say, I have all A's, I have all A's, mm-hmm. A's and B's, I have yep. C's and D's. And based off that, they'll, they'll determine whether you're you're good at school yep. or bad at school, right? And they'll either brush you to the side or, or, or encourage you or whatever they do with that information. But like, I found that when I was kind of navigating through school, my grades weren't the best. Mm. Like they weren't the best. And eventually I got them to be the best, but it was through a lot of pain, a lot of sacrifice um, and, and doing things I didn't like. Mm. Like, um, I've never been the best speller. I'm not a good essay writer. I've learned to do those skills. But a lot of times when um, when I got bad grades, they did not reflect of what I understood Mm. about what we were talking about. Right. Damn. So they're they're telling. So the grades were telling me I'm struggling. But in my head, I'm like, I, I didn't I didn't I didn't feel like there was a good representation in my head. And that put a chip on my shoulder. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. Let's talk about that, man. Let's talk about the chip on your shoulder. Because when when it comes to education, right, everybody has this chip of like, man, I either want to go to a very high end university because I want to prove that I got it. One, I got the the, the juice. I got the brain. And also, I just want to show to the world that I made it. Right. And I feel like that is a big chip on the shoulder when you come from a um, from a culture, from a background where your family didn't really follow that path. And you want to make it not just for yourself, but for your whole fam and the block. You know, like, man, I'm representing the whole squad. Where does that come from, though? That chip on your shoulder when you at the end of the day, like you you dismantle that. And it's like, it's just me. Do I really need this? <laughs> no, that's, that's the tea, yo. That's the tea. That's what it is. And you know, like obviously, um, being told by my teachers, education is the way yeah. out, right? By Tucker Martinez. Being told from my parents, like they, they don't know anything about school life, third, third grade, fourth grade yeah. education. But you know, um, schooling to them is like I, that's how I see other people do it. This is going to be your way out, right? Yeah. So um, that's the chip, right? Being told that this is what you need to do to get out but not being good at it mm. right so so failing at um what you need to do in order to, to to ultimate goal right um is what put that chip on my shoulder right so so me getting good grades at the expense of my mental health at the expense of my own body is like the end goal right and and it doesn't stop in high school yeah you know it carried to it carried till it, now till now yeah now and UCSB was a big part of it right I was like I made it I'm here I get there and it was beautiful like I mentioned but like there was there was like moments of like depression there yes. where I was like this is it this is what I've been working for but like maybe maybe I need to do something else and, and so I did so I you know I taught and everything but I got it I'm a graduate student at Berkeley now I'm shout out graduating 
And for two years, I was like, that was the goal, that was the goal, that was the goal. Mm. And, I, and I made it. And I'm going to tell you, like, and I'm fine and all, but yeah. like this, in terms of mental health, has been the hardest moment in, in my life. Because it was a lot of like, I'm here again, I made, I made my goal, but it is not satisfying me. Whew. You know what I mean? Man, there's so much juice in that. Yeah. Because I feel that in the quest of achieving a higher degree yeah. in the quest of achieving more knowledge mm-hmm. you kind of lose yourself part of mm-hmm. yourself is what i'm hearing yeah. uh, and then you also become like so centered in like this education that maybe you start forgetting the social life outside 100 percent. yeah um yeah i mean i apologize to my if y'all are listening to this i apologize to all my homies because uh, yeah because i've i've neglected a lot of that uh, because i'm trying to become that good student yeah over here at berkeley right and like halfway through it i'm like it ain't worth it, man. Jeez. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth it. Like I, I am forever grateful. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have yeah. The opportunities yeah. I can afford it, 100. percent But like, I ain't gonna. You know what? I'm not gonna turn in the best quality work. Yeah. Because I like, in order for me to do that, I need to sacrifice this night's sleep. In order for me to do that, I need to sacrifice this, this, and that, right? And um, to to meet the expectations you're setting on me, mm. right? I'm telling you, I got what I need from one, from this, and this mm. is what you're gonna get. And if, whether you determine that's a C or an A, you tell me. That's it. I'm moving on. You know, you know what I mean? Let's yeah. talk about grades, man. Yeah. So, I, I'm a big. I wouldn't say opening about grades, right? Because. Yeah. It defines the student, it defines the character, it defines your knowledge and how intellectual you are. Like, it puts a stigma on you. So, when it comes to grades, a person can give you an assignment. In this case, a teacher can give you an assignment, right? And then, if it's to their standard, they will either give it an F or an A. And in between, right? But what about what I understood? And I think you brought it up at the beginning. Like, it doesn't reflect who I am. Like, I can break down the theory of whatever the fuck you want mm-hmm. in words and maybe yeah. in pictures and diagrams but just because I think I put it in a way that you mm-hmm. you understand to yeah. your standard yeah. and you're not leaning towards my disadvantages you're gonna give me an F yeah 100% and um and it's a huge huge blind spot on shout out to teachers by yeah the way. shout out to them shout out to them shout out to teachers but like it is a huge blind spot for a lot of teachers because like you um what i find is that your standards are set based on like what you learn and what you're good at yeah what your students are necessarily good at or want to learn and that's fine like you want to help them grow in areas but you also need to highlight um things that they want to bring to the table so to boost their confidence to make them feel good like they have what they're good at what they want to do bring something to the table yeah all right so and, and you know what like i know i'm like talking about berkeley my experience there but like I did learn some of this from some of my professors yeah. there. Some of my professors helped instill that thought yeah, yeah. into my head. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful, you know? Yeah. I feel like conversations that brings openness to different topics is is the way to, like, educate people and people become this term. I hate this term, but they become more woke, right? Mm. They become more aware of, like, yeah. oh, that's how society navigates. Uh, for me, my story is, like, I came out of high school, I dropped out three times, and then I was like, higher education is not for me. But I'm going to prove that you can still make shit happen mm-hmm. without a degree. Yeah. It's being hard as fuck, you know, because people, <laughs> people just judge me like off the bat. You tatted it up. You from DP Stoken. You mm-hmm. probably have no education. But when I come in with facts and then I start building different things around me, there's that narrative hasn't been exposed to a lot of people. So when they give me that negative energy, I know it comes from a place that they don't know how to interact with me because they try to put me in a box. And it's beautiful because I'm like, yo, now the tables turn around because I'm going to watch you, how you react to this, right? 
I, eventually, I want to go and get my PG, uh, PhD on education. But it's just like now I'm enjoying the moment because I'm like proving everybody wrong. Like you want to defund all these things, but you continue to go to the institution that perpetrates all these systems when you can do it by yourself. It's just it's another podcast, but I just feel like it ties into this bad and good student because there's a lot of great people. There's like a lot of good students and bad students who just need an opportunity to be put on. That. 100%. From here to L.A., yeah. From here to, you know, South America, like, there's just people who have so much knowledge and creativity who just need someone to put them on. And to uplift, uplift. And their voices and, like, their stories. I feel like this is the reason why we started this podcast, because people's stories are so valuable and they come with so much power, you know? Wow. And we can educate each other through that. But let me hit you with another question, yeah. man. As an educator, you see the red tapes that kills the creativity and the juice of a kid yeah. and a young adult. Yeah. Did that happen to you? Oh, it's a deep one. That's a deep one. Yeah, I mean that's that's so interesting. Um, definitely. I mean, I think about like um, like testing mm-hmm. and um, and how that I, I would get so much anxiety of that because it was measuring like uh, it was trying to measure something my worth yep. based on like these parameters, mm. right? So um, I remember getting a lot of anxiety around that and um. You know what? Well, 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 I'm like the reason I'm like kind of stuttering is yeah. because like it's a question I never really thought about yep. because I've just adjusted to it. I'm just like, this is what I need to do, right? This I is what simulate I, it. Yeah, like. and I'm like become a professional student, if you will. Like, mm. you know, because I've had to do it. So it's like even hard to uh, hard for me to think like, what is it that would that I would have needed in that moment to to like like I'm still in that box. No, yeah. I'm like, I'm like I have like out. one hand out and I'm like peak peeking through yeah you know what i mean and you know again man just going back i know a lot of people and a lot i i see this with a lot of people who eventually get to like universities like yeah they so focused on making it happen yes. that yes. they forget like wait who am i outside this yes what do i enjoy post postgraduate depression yes. is a real thing you yes. lose your identity Let me damn tell you. go it's for a, it man dive no, in no when i graduated is like it's it's a it's a weird thing because there's a lot of contradictions here mm. right because like um I was so focused on getting to UCSB. Yep. And and I did it and I was depressed while while I'm at it, right? But when I graduated, um, even though like it wasn't like necessarily hundred percent a positive experience, I still felt like um I lost my identity. Ooh. Because like, okay, I'm not a student no more. Everything I had worked for, everything I put my energy into it, it's done. And I'm still only I don't know how I was, like 20, 21 years old. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell's next? Like everything mm. in my whole life had like from one day to the next, bam. You know, that was my purpose to be a student. Yeah. Right? Not to be a learner. And because like that's what I need to do. And and yeah, so graduating after so what what happened? What was the next yeah. goal? Become a student again. Go to graduate school. Stay in that lane. Stay in that lane. And like, um, so like I'm graduating now and like but like it, I do feel a difference now. Uh it's definitely like Enough is enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm done with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, but remind me of your question, man. Like, no, the qu- yeah, the first thing is like the creativity piece. Like, I think you hit it right on it. Like, yeah. I just felt like I got lost. And then you come out of school and you're like, who am I? Who am I? Be- besides this student who's trying to achieve this degree in this piece of paper that will eventually open doors, right? Yeah. And have a better life. I think it comes down to that. Like, you are thriving to have a better life. And, and not just for you, but for your family, right? Yeah. And in that same vein, like, what? 
helps you stay grounded as a student and educator. Yeah. And again, I, I just remind everyone, like we're teachers. Yeah. I I, su- I support kids going to yeah. college. Yeah. Yeah. Please go. College has a it's amazing. It has a great purpose. It does help you get ahead. You just have to be careful with it in two ways. Mm. Like, and, and one way is like, don't get lost in it. Don't don't let that become your identity because it doesn't define you. It, it does not. Yep. It, it does not define you. And then also too, make sure you're pursuing the things for the right intention. Whew. Like, you're gonna get this degree. Okay, that's cool. Like. And it was hard too. Yeah. You're young. You're trying to make that decision, but like, um, make sure again for the right intention. You mentioned right now, want to get your PhD. Yeah. There's some. There's some people who just get the PhD to have a doctor in front of their name, mm. and it's like, okay, fine, cool. I applaud yeah. you. It's hard work, but like, it's not. It doesn't have a lot of substance, and um, in my opinion, um, and it's just it's just kind of like a next step. And there's a merit to that, sure, but like, for me personally. It's what leads to like this post-grad depression. Mm. Once you're done with it, like that was your purpose, the doctor, yeah. or was the purpose the actual work that you were doing? While and those you're are doing two it. different things. Two very different things. Damn. Two very different things. The way I describe the idea of me, like, you know, going to school and just eventually getting my PhD, is because yeah. I feel like in the period between my early twenties, I'm 32 now, and yeah. 32, I feel like, man. One, I was cut up on being undocumented. Yeah. I was cut up on survival mode. Yeah. I have little to no bandwidth to decide like, man, what do I want to do to life? And then I see homies passing away at the age of 21. So I'm like, I'm probably just going to make it to 25. So after 25, my life is not, I was like, maybe I'm not going to make it. So now I'm transitioning to a part of my life where I'm like, I have peace of mind and right. I can really study what I want to study. Now what the society wants me, the expectations of my family or friends, I want to dive into something that is like core to like who I am. So now I'm like 33, 34, right. I'm like diving into the books and really make it happen. Even though like, I feel like I know a lot of the content, sure. like still get this paper so I can prove to the world that it is there. So. 100%. Um, that's definitely that's definitely part of it is like kind of like breaking down like pre-existing narratives mm-hmm. about like like you said you tatted up who yeah. you are right there's something there's something a little like pep to your step that comes from it like yo like this is what you thought I was but this is who I am yep. like, and I have this to prove it 100%. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, yeah, let me loop you back into this question. Yeah, yeah. So, what keeps you grounded as a student and educator? Like, what is some of the routines that you do? Yeah. Maybe some of the the bad falls of it? Like, you know, yeah. I wish I would have done this when I was in school. Yeah, walk you through that process. Yeah, so this is a, a, a question that's always evolving mm-hmm. 100% because there are times where I do not feel grounded. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, but for me, it always goes back to trying and the will to survive is different. You know, it's in the belly. Like, it doesn't leave your belly because you wake up. It's like this agency of like, I cannot, I cannot lose. Like, I got to make it happen. Like, this thing an option, you know, it's just, it's just so real. And it it palpitates all the time. And and it's, it's super real. Like, everyone knows Mike Tyson lost to Buster Douglas, right? Um, Mike Tyson was knocking out everybody. Yep. Everybody in sight. Um, Buster Douglas went in there and knocked him out. And, um first loss of Mike's career and, and Buster's mom had passed away yep. that week or mm-hmm. two weeks or whatever it was and like so his purpose became like for his mom like he got yep. Buster got knocked down yeah you know what I mean but like his purpose was like greater than his body yeah and, and stuff like and so he got up and uh shout out Mike Tyson yeah shout out Mike Tyson <laughs> yeah but, but it just kind of goes back to like 
just um make, making it uh for me at least yeah is, is making your purpose sometimes like greater than than yourself and the way i do it is is through family yeah man yeah. i think i think that's the piece that honestly keeps me motivated in life just yeah. just like elevating for this higher purpose yeah. sometimes i don't know what that purpose is but i know that it's there <laughs> yes yeah i mean nipsey man he's yeah just like he's like I don't know what it was, but I, I felt it like I knew I was meant for a higher purpose. Yep. And um, it's not an ego thing. It's not a self-centered thing, but like it's a powerful thing. If someone at a young age, right, let's just say like towards your last couple of years of middle school has that energy, mm. has that will, mm. has that consciousness like, damn, I'm, I'm for a bigger purpose. But then you get slapped with a D in your Ooh. class. Then you get slapped with a C or a burly C plus, you know? That is demoralizing because now you, at that age, you're like, damn, I'm defined by this, but I got this energy and this magic that wherever I step on, I can feel it. Mm. Are you a good or bad student? Mm. And the person that's defining that that's most true. of the time is like the teacher, the school, the institution. And then you, as an adult, you start seeing all these people just following this this yeah. bucket of like oh i was a all i was a 4.0 student all the time yeah but you ha you have no magic it left your heart because you decided to follow this institution narrative you know yeah Oof. that's a big one man that's a that's a big one and as as much as i mean you hear it all the time yeah. it's like this teacher really inspired me mm -hmm. to do this or you feel the opposite yeah i remember when you told me yeah I wasn't gonna do that. Yeah. Look at me now. Yeah. So it like teachers have to keep that in mind. Like your your influence on, on people at such a young age is huge. Yeah. And um, it's not it's not like they're thinking about it all the time, but like subconsciously they, they carry that that confidence you helped implement, or they carry that that slap in the face you gave. Uh, They'll yeah. carry it, right? So when when a student is struggling. Yeah. Okay. Don't just here's your D. Figure it out. Yeah. Hey, you know what? I noticed that you did this. Maybe we could do that, yeah. right? To help you grow, right? You don't even have to add a label to it. You don't have to give it a D, Nothing. right? Before you put that D in that computer for that for the district, for that institution you're yeah. talking about, let's have a conversation before we get yeah. there so we can help you get here, right? And remind them too that these grades don't define you. There's something I have to do, to be yeah. frank with you. My job requires it um, if you're working in normal public school, yeah. right? So and you could do that not just with students but with everyone. You're yeah, right. it has to be like a, a curated conversation with the student, the family, the people around you, yeah. the peers around you. Like the grade's not gonna define you because it hits, yeah. man. Quick yeah. story, man. When I was in seventh grade, you know, I was a, I was a newcomer to the U.S. It was like my second year here, and I remember the teacher called my mom and said in front of me, mm. the work that your student is producing, you know, from what I remember, yeah. is trash. And she showed she showed my mom like the the trash can, and my mom she doesn't speak English, so she was like she saw it, like she's like, does she mean trash? Wow. So she talks to the administrative uh, uh, principal at the time, and of course it was a big conversation, but that stuck with me, man. And the first thing I did when I I self published a magazine, I sent her a copy. Mm. I sent her a copy, mm. not from a place of like I'm mad at you, but from a place of like look. If you thought I was trash, man, like I created this this magazine mm. from a place of love and I just want you to have some of that so you can see that there's other people in the same boat as me who have magic. Mm. That's that's powerful, man. You know, and just creating that, that like, yo, your words have so much power and it could have gone the other way for me. Like I yeah. could have ended up somewhere bad. And it does go all the yeah. way all the time. All the time. It, it's self-doubts. Like, damn, if that teacher thought that about me, imagine the rest of the world. 
But yeah, man, let me hit you with the last question here. I think it's one that I'm very interested about because I was thinking about it on, on the drive here. If you can change anything in the education system, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a that's a huge question. Like, I'm just just for for my teacher job for yep. everyone, but like really prioritize. Uh, if we can have like a mood shift. Yep. Prioritize building relationships with students mm. first. Like the the work, the academic work, all that stuff, that will come. Yep. That will come. But really building a relationship with them so you could be invested in the student and um, they don't just become just whoever. Like yep. really be, and it's work. It, it takes time, right? But like that is going to make all the difference in the academic work, mm. right? And, and at the end of the day, like, I don't remember any essay I wrote for most classes. I remember the teacher, yep. whether I really liked them or really uh, um, disliked them, yep. right? So, so just just keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. Um, and so, yeah, moving forward. Everyone, everyone who's educating teachers yeah. on how to become teachers, prioritize relationship building. Yeah, it's key, man. I think that's one of the things that I, I really pride on. Like, you got to build that relationship because then you can use that relationship as leverage yeah. to be like, yo, I'm here for you. I need you to step up your game. Because sometimes you got to have difficult conversations with your the coach. student you who's being I mean? lazy, you know? Yeah. Like, they got it. But you yeah. just being lazy. And I got to call you out. Yeah. But we're going to have that that community where I can call you out without yeah. sounding like I'm not in your corner. So let's build that that um, community. Yeah. Let's build that connectivity, yeah. relationship, and then ask people for something. Exactly. It happens the same way in, in, as an adult, man. Like, I'm not going to come out the cuts and ask you for a favor. I got to make sure I have your trust. Yeah. We are in community. And then, yeah. hey, yo, I need you to pull up for me. Yeah.